Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. We are live. Welcome to Mind Body TV, everyone. I'm so grateful to be here. I just returned from Amazing Journeys in Australia and we got back yesterday. So I'm so glad to like be back in my world and back in my work and with my family. And today um, we are starting the Mind Body Miracle series. And so this section every year in Mind Body TV, we dedicate to individuals who have been doing this work in our Embracing Health program. It's a year long journey and have um, really felt inspired to share their journey, to share their results and to be an example of what's possible for others who may want to be a part of this program as well. So today we have Tina Bertoli, who is, um, she's just come through an amazing journey this year. She's done a lot of um, personal work with, um, you know, these programs that we've had and did the, be, did the uh, Embracing Health program this year. And um really wanted to share just specific things that changed and shifted for her and what this journey has been like. And um, this will be the first of a series of four where we'll have participants come on to share live testimonials. So welcome to Mind Body TV and welcome Tina. Thank you so much for coming to share your story. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I might even cry because I was looking over my journal of just how far I've come and it's a testament to your work, your programs, and just thank you. So why don't you share where things were before doing the Embracing Health journey? What was your life like and what were you dealing with? Um, okay, so I was diagnosed in on 11-11 of 2020 with an aggressive type of breast cancer. And being a healer a lot of my life and, and living a holistic lifestyle and, you know, thinking I was doing everything right, you know, it came as a complete shock, not only to just hear the words, you have cancer, but aggressive cancer. So all of a sudden, everything was just fear from the doctors. And um, it was the most intense, probably a uh, few months of my life because of all of the fear but deep down in my heart, I knew that I didn't want to make a decision based on fear. So even though it was such a huge, you know, thing to kind of mull around, I just kept trying to get quiet and just would interview doctors, surgeons, research, and try to like find the right team. Because at the time, I was like, there's no way I'm going to do chemo. Um, I had all these strong beliefs of like, you know, but it's so toxic and it'll kill everything. And I had, I learned from day one, Dr. Kim, that I was going to have to surrender, but I didn't know what that looked like. And so in my research and with an amazing partner, we went around to find, you know, the, what was going to feel like the best for me. And that took some time also to kind of like get quiet between like parents wanting me to like just do the chemo and then doctors, you know, on all sides of it, um, kind of getting shamed, to be honest. So making it harder, the holistic side saying, you don't need chemo, even though they didn't even look at my, my diagnosis. And then, you know, the same thing on the 
doctor's side, they'd roll their eyes at anything I wanted to do holistically. So it was like hell. <laughs> um, and from working and finding a team of two integrative oncologists that were also naturopaths, a Chinese herbalist, and then the other medical doctors, when they saw the growth rate of the cancer, um, one on one hand, it was called triple negative, which is the very extreme, but the growth rate, they had never seen such a high percentage. They said usually they see around the most 40 to 60%, and that is uh, like unheard of. Usually it's like more in the 20s. Mine was 85, 90. So it was like, yeah, we will support you if you choose the holistic path, but that takes time. And one of even my integrative oncologist, um, one of them said, what you have inside you is a monster. And it was just like, wait, what? So it was just like, you know, what do you do with that? <laughs> um, and so I, I just really sat with my body. I really tried to just get still, even though it was almost impossible. And through the guidance of the team that I kind of selected for myself, it was like, am I going to keep finding people to tell me what I want to hear? Or am I going to surrender and know that I can get my mind around it? I can get my energy around it. I can get my heart around it and, and choose. And in retrospect, like, I don't know how I did that, but I do believe there was a higher me always there that I, you know, was accessing. Uh, obviously, now I feel that higher me a lot more. But um, through then choose, consciously choosing chemo um, and having doctors around to make sure I was taking supplements every step of the way because they knew, you know, what it was to help me counter out, counterbalance side effects. Uh, then I turned down radiation because at that point I was, I just, that's something that was a strong, my body just said no, because the chemo really, I was on the strongest drugs. Um, one of them even called the red devil, <laughs> which my, wow. my mom renamed the blue angel. <laughs> Uh, cause it was just like, uh, and that, that was something out of like a cartoon when like, it looks like to even, it even looks not, it's like this big syringe that looks fake with this red stuff that gets put into your port. Um, but my time during chemo was really, um, it's going to sound weird, but like, it was beautiful because I treated it as like a healing process. I visualized that like just, you know, healing light was coming through crystalline light and, and only getting to where it needed to go and bypassing everything else. Um, I did have a mastectomy. So I, that's what I actually did first. Um, because I thought that if I did the surgery first, I wouldn't have to do chemo, but it didn't really work that way. So, um, then just fast forward all of that, like there's a program and it's set up. And so even though it's, it's awful, like you have a structure, you know, and it was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm getting my mind behind it, blah, blah, blah. And then chemo ends. And then that's when I actually lost my hair, my eyelashes, my eyebrows. So it was just like, here, I'm trying to like recover. And then I'm looking in the mirror and it's just like, I don't even know who that is. And then it was just like, wow, now what? And that's honestly like nobody prepares you for that part because it was just like, well, now what, what do I do now? And I wasn't, I was afraid to eat anything. So I was like really thin. 
I had supplements like you wouldn't believe. And then that's when all the holistic treatments started because it was like, or at least, you know, I, I could do more holistic treatments then. But it was, it was manic and I, I couldn't control it. It was like I had to do all of these, you name it. I have a list of things that I did, but it was just like I was drowning in it. And uh, the chemo brain that people may not realize is a real thing, that was probably the worst. Like I could deal with being having frozen shoulders, being in pain, having no like go up to the flight of stairs and I was exhausted, um, even surrendering with all of that. The, the, the side effects over the time of getting chemo, um, that's another thing no one tells you. you. You start off and you're kind of okay, but the cumulative effect of them, like it was chemo had ended and it was just, um, I, I called my partner and I asked him, I said, I think I had a stroke. Like I really thought I had a stroke because I went to answer a phone call and I couldn't even get words out. Um, I didn't like, I had no concept of time. I was, it was just, yeah, it was all, it was so bad. Um, and then I found breathwork and then I found you and side by side, it was amazing to, cause all I, that's the thing too, even though I've done all of these things and, and done all these meditations where I could move my body or like work it off. Um, I couldn't do any of that. And being someone that had kind of, I think, moved through things my whole life, it was like I frozen shoulders, limited brain fog. Like I was looking at one of my journals today and tearing up because it was like, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what I believe. And when all you could do is lay there, all I could really do is breathe and connect with my body. And through breath work of making me feel a little more alive, and then the structure of your program, it was just like li like little baby steps starting to just like open up again and feel a, a reason for, for being, you know? And um, yeah, it, it's a lot. So I don't want to go on and on and on, but that's like the... I already did. <laughs> that was really beautiful. Um, there's a couple of things um, you said that I want to touch on. And one is you, you said I was shamed by like both sides of the equation, but shamed by these people that I didn't want to do the conventional thing, shamed by these people that I was considering the conventional thing. And I think the most powerful part with this work is you said um, I was consciously choosing my treatment. That That's the thing. It's not about here's what you should do. Here's what you shouldn't do. Like, that's not what I've ever felt was the right thing as a doctor that would really serve people. Like, these are the right things to do. These are the good things to do. These are the bad things to do, because that's really all about duality, judgment, conclusions. And most physicians are functioning from that space. So that's why there was so much judgment about, no, 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 this is the way you're supposed to do it. How could you even think about that other thing and vice versa? No, no, here's what we know and here's what we think. And that's the other thing that's bad. And so you're like in this tug of war, but to be able to consciously choose, like you said at first, I don't even know how to do that, but you became connected with your own wisdom 
and let yourself navigate it from consciousness instead of from conclusion. And I think that's the biggest thing I've wanted to bring to this work. I've, I've wanted to bring to others because within you, the answers lie, but if you're disconnected, you won't find them and you have to keep looking outside yourself. And all that outer world is always the world of duality. It's always going to be filled with judgment and conclusion and right and wrong. And it's not like truth, false. It's just judgment about what's right, what's wrong. And then, like you said, the other guys think those, those things are wrong and we're right. And so what is actually the truth? And so to find your way into conscious choice will always lead you onto your path of wholeness, onto your path of awakening. It doesn't mean conventional medical solutions are bad and these alternative things are good. Like they're just two sides of the same coin, but to get conscious, we can know exactly what pieces are right for us. Um, would you share a thing just to kind of now counter that? You, so that was before embracing health. We're coming up on a year of that. What is life like now? And what have you gotten from this work? Okay. So yeah, there was a time where I couldn't leave the house without like doing all like X, Y, Z and, and then still being scared outside. And now it's, it's amazing. Like I cut down on supplements, um, even my, my spiritual practice. Cause like my, my faith is everything to me, but like that even looks different. Like I didn't realize that all these things I was doing and you helped me realize too, like this hypervigilance, this program of like the place that I was operating from was what like wasn't dropped in. Like I'm embodying the light. I'm connecting with God, uh, connecting with my heart. It was, um, it was like, I've got to do this to check it off the list, you know? So, and that was a lot of the PTSD too. So as a result now, it's really, and I realized too how much I was outside of my body. So it was all of that outer. Mm -hmm. And so through the work with you, it's been, this is, you know, my, my body is the portal. My body is an instrument and the light within me, it's, it's right. It's all right here. So it's constantly checking in to the sensations, breathing through and breathing open because so much of my life, I didn't realize I was closing. And so now like if nerves come up, if I like, it's making a new relationship too, of like when that fear comes or, and I, you know, I'm not going to lie that I, I, some of that's still there, but now like I watch it and it's like, Oh, okay. There's that hypervigilance that's sneaky. It came in a new way. Can I breathe in and see what's here? Can I go within and and feel and know that the the divine as me is so much bigger than than all of this? And so it's like a a, a whole new way of of living, really. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so before you said you couldn't leave the house without like doing a whole bunch of things, taking a bunch of supplements, hypervigilant behaviors. And now I, I want to hear more about that. What's it like for you to want to go about your day, get out of the house, enjoy things? What are you doing? Okay. So now there's way more joy of being able to eat in restaurants again, if, if that's what I want. Um, 
food-wise, that's another thing. Like I was vegetarian. I wouldn't eat any bread. I wouldn't have it. And now because I had to listen to my body, I eat meat again. I eat chicken again, again, because that's what my body said, like for me. So like it was also taking my power back of it doesn't matter who's saying this and who's saying that. I'm going to tune into what's right for me in every moment. And so seeing family and friends and then bringing this work in my way. And that's kind of the new piece now. Um, I'm a breathwork facilitator. I help people breathe into their bodies. Um, and my work has totally shifted. It's still birthing. But now I never was passionate about my work then. And now it's like I feel so alive in just moment by moment. I don't feel like in the past it was like I've got to do a newsletter. And like it was all coming from, again, that like hypervigilant space of like what I should do. Now it's like, you know, what? I'm going to go take a walk. Like I'm going to enjoy the weather or I'm going to put on a movie. Like that before was like, nope, you've got to do, you know. And so it's like I'm learning, especially again through working with you, that like life is my partner or my lover. I can, you know, embrace, you know, and surrender. And I think before surrender was something, another thing to do or to learn. And there were so many things that were concepts. And now it's like, oh no, it's an embodiment of really letting go. And it's not easy, but it's so worth it. Cause I know that, that I'm worth it. And I also have done enough of the work, you know, to feel the difference of when I feel any, you know, just continuing to open and surrender rather than close. And I know you weren't able to work. And what is that like now? Because I know that's a major change you have for like two years, you were pretty debilitated. Yes, I was totally debilitated. And not to mention, I forgot too, my white blood cell count was so low that, and it wasn't increasing. And my medical oncologist that just does the blood work he had wanted me to do a bone marrow biopsy and well, you have probably have an autoimmune disease. And it was just like, no, I don't want any of that testing, you know? Um, and I just kept with your program. Now, you know, it just, it took time, but I just kept showing up. And the last appointment I went to, cause he, you know, I would go in angry cause I would get, I, I would kind of use the anger in a sense, just because I still, sometimes get angry at the medical system, even though I know there it's a truth for them. It's not the highest truth, but, you know, I would kind of use the anger at the time to like, also because of the way that I was treated, but he finally kind of backed off and he came in and my white count had gone up. It had been like almost two years. And he just said, I don't know what you're doing but keep talking to the, those white blood cells and just keep doing what you're doing. Cause whatever it is, it's working. And I was just like, Oh my God, like, wow, <laughs> never thought that would happen. But I also, that particular day, I didn't have to go on angry because I was feeling, you know, in a whole different space of like, okay, no, through this past year in this program, I feel stronger. I trust my wisdom. I think that that's a, a component too. I didn't trust my body. Like, so I had to learn to really trust my wisdom again. And that was the component of also a space of allowing, like I've met with 
over the past two years, all the little Tina's throughout my life, like embracing all of her, the not enough, the controller, the bully, the angry, you, you name it. Um, just really working with that too in a space of allowing and, and the, yeah. And the work component, um, you had said to me something like, um, to be totally open and surrender, but to, to ask what's the lightest way for me to welcome abundance. What's the lightest way for me? Cause I think I was putting too much pressure to like get back to work the old way. And when I did that, it took about a month of every day just doing what's the lightest way because I had to practice that because, again, there's still control in my system. There's still, you know, layers of that that I'm working through. And I wasn't really actively looking. And then some work came across for me to just kind of get back in part time in a wellness center. And it's just, you know, a little part time. And through that, that helped me be around people again. And then also left room to get back to what I'm passionate about as I'm, you know, starting to birth new programs that are still very in the works. <laughs> well, this is an important point because like you said, um, to not go at it the old way, what happens a lot of times is we might do a lot of things to get our energy back and to re recoup our health. But then if we go about life with the old way, it's going to bring that illness right back or the whatever the pattern of disease is and lack, it will bring that right back. And it can come out in other ways, like maybe your health's good, but your relationships fall apart or your money falls apart or something else keeps you in that same fight or flight. And so when we go about our life from control, which is fear, it's, it's the same energy. Um, that is exactly what we found to be the foundation of most major medical illnesses and certainly true for cancer. And so it was really wise. You were able to integrate a new way. Most people don't have that. They only know the old way. So, you know, we, we, we get you back to snuff medically and then it's like, get back at it and you get right back in that same groove. So for you to have had a new path and a new way and to create those grooves, cause it is a neurologic pattern. It's a new neural groove that you have as a go-to, wait, how can I approach this in a different way? And to have learned curiosity and learned resilience and surrender, that's what lets the system create those new grooves. So now you can see the path, you can hear it, you can become aware of, oh, I never considered this before. Why don't I do it that way? And then not only that, you felt better, you have passion, you have energy, but that your white blood cells came back, you know, when it was told that's not going to happen, we have to do a bone marrow um, biopsy and, and potentially other procedures that your body was able to regenerate. So it's great when we see those specific markers of that cellular regeneration that were thought to be medically impossible. And also, of course, the other markers of um, what, you know, happened in your life and what began to thrive and, and how you got your energy back and passion now, instead of just, okay, I got my energy back. Let me get back at it to have passion and purpose, because that's what really creates true aliveness and health. Absolutely. And I have to say that like, it's, it's easy now because I finally feel better for the first time in like so long to almost not forget, but like, I, it, it's amazing that 
in the short time of a year, because a year is not that long with what I went through, like the fear I used to have of a recurrence because of the aggressive nature of the diagnosis. Like I really was in a place where I thought, I don't know how I'm ever going to not have this lurking in my mind. Like it didn't seem like it was a possibility. And then they say that, oh, after, you know, whatever, after five years with triple negative, then you're okay. So it was like, all right, like enduring for this five-year thing. And I can say that I don't have that thought lurking because of how I've been able to embrace the now and just know that I'm always being taken care of and whatever it is that shows up, you know, like address it in the now and I'm, I'm equipped you know, and so that's just like, yeah, that's it's important too. Like you said, um, you had the clarity, the radiation was not for you. So that's the discernment when we're conscious, we can have the clarity of like, yes, this is for me. No, that's not needed for me. As opposed to the judgment of like, no, 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 this is bad. I can't do that. I have to do this, but it's not necessarily true. And there are a lot of people operating from judgment and conclusion and then wondering why am I not getting better? And that judgment and conclusion can have them either just do only the conventional things or it can have them do none of the conventional things. And both of them are the same frequency. It's still judgment and conclusion because all of it is available and any of it can be helpful. And you really, really don't know what would be the thing that contributes the most to me right now, today, Wednesday, May 3rd, because it's not like, oh, well, that's for me and this is my path. And then forever I can only do this thing. And that's not even true. So it's unique to you, but it's also unique to the moment. And so if you're living in the moment, you have that, you have that constant guidance. And if you're not, you know, no wonder so many people stay in fight or flight. And then even, yeah, five years goes by, ding, ding, ding. Okay. You're you're out of the woods, but then they're really not because it gets recreated anyway. And it's like this shocking thing seven years later. Uh, oh, I thought we, we, we got all of it and it can come back, but it's because they are operating in that same consciousness of fear and control. So it's actually nature that it would come back because your body isn't meant to function in that sympathetic fight or flight state for years and years. It, it can heal itself but we've got to attune to a new frequency, which is basically what you've done. Yeah. And the, when I think back to, I think it's important to, to, to highlight also a gift that I gave myself, especially the first year that was all physical healing was allowing the humanness of it all. Like really, you know, whether it was the frustration or the anger or the emotion, like, you know, I, 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 it's again, in retrospect, it's like, how did I do that? Like, I didn't make it wrong or I let myself be in it, you know, and, and experience that, that humanness of it in a way. I feel like I kind of didn't have a choice because there wasn't much I could do anyway. I felt that awful, but I also remember shutting out the world and like seeing and feeling the gift of that too, of like, all right, Tina, like the first time in your life, you need to prioritize yourself your health and your well-being is your full-time job. And so when I just committed to that, it was also at the same time, simultaneously, there was a grace in it. 
And when I look back too, of like, I did, you know, I worked with a lot of different, you know, doctors and people to learn about different treatments and did everything from red light to mistletoe injections to um, infrared sauna, you know what I mean? Like, so like I did a lot and I think that I, I had to then. So, you know what I mean? Like, or at least I kind of had to do that to then simultaneously be doing the inner work to realize, okay, there's a space and a time for that. And now where am I and what is it that I truly need? Does that make sense to like an, an honoring of that also? Yeah, they, they go hand in hand. And if you're doing those physical things out of uh, a sense of nurturing the self with changes in diet or, you know, infrared sauna, um, it will cultivate that inner power and that inner connection. We could go about those things out of fear and control. I got to do infrared. I got to do my thing. I got to do my supplements. And it will disconnect us from that inner wisdom and inner power and inner healing. So it could be the very same thing, but done in a different consciousness and a different purpose. It, it doesn't have a healing effect. So it's never about the pill. It's never about the, the right kind of sauna. It's always about the why and the consciousness I'm choosing from. Um, would you share then what was this journey like for you? So, you know, for those who are considering you know, coming deeper into this work, um, receiving the support. Um, there can be this idea, especially when we're in fear and control and an expectation or an attachment of it's got to get me the thing. It's got to make sure it's got to help me. Uh, we're, but we're still putting our power outside of ourselves. And I know for this work, you're going to find out very quickly, you know, where your power really lies. What was your journey like with this? Um, and what might be helpful for someone who's just starting or would have been helpful maybe for you as encouragement of um, how to navigate that in the best way? Well, you have the program set up really well on the platforms to like, you know, like for me, it was like the videos, the audio. Um, not only would I, you know, watch them at home and take notes because I'm a note taker and it just kind of helps. But um, when you're working with people in the recordings, like doing the work also, like, or the tapping or, you know, like that was just like, it was amazing that no matter who you were connecting, are connecting with, there's resonance. And it's like, this is my, this is mine, you know, and, and like, wow, like just like, Oh my gosh. So always getting so much out of that. And then personally, like in my car, like I was so committed, but I got so much out of it that it was like, it's on my car, like, you know, listening in little bits from point A to point B. Um, so it became a, a practice again, not that I had to do that. Like I was, I was seeing and feeling the benefits and I wanted to immerse myself in it. Um, and in the beginning, I think I might've had a little bit of that because then it was, um, I was, you know, I, I wasn't that as active in the online community because I was doing so many things and that was the one area that I did notice I would get overwhelmed. So it was like, okay, you're doing all these other things. You'll con connect with the community in the bits that you can, but kind of finding my rhythm of, you know, what was going to work for me and, really making it a daily practice to sit with my breath. I mean, I do breath work anyway, but um, staying connected 
to the sensations of my body. And I know like one of the things that you say all the time is relax your shoulders. And I still always like catch my shoulders up like this. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, but you know, just little things that you can do at a red light. Oh, let me just connect with my breath. Let me relax my shoulders. How can I come into this moment? And, and just like having it be something that whenever I remember, I don't beat myself up, but oh yeah, like whatever uh, on my phone, I have things that alarms that go off of, of breathe or, um, you know, the ABC from, you know, of looking at where I am now, breathing into it, making a conscious choice. So, you know, I think for me, I, I did a lot of it. Um, and I've been noticing the last few months, I haven't been doing as much. And there was that tendency to be like, uh oh, like I'm not getting, and then it was like, no, 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 like you're, it's you're good. yeah, yeah. So it's interesting yeah. to kind of also become aware um, on a whole new level of, of what's operating at different times. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole point is that it now is an automated system. So instead of being in the automated program of fear, fight, or flight, where you're automatically disconnecting, you automatically don't know, you're automatically overwhelmed because that's the state you're in. Like Catherine is saying, it feels so very discouraged and lost, you know, and that's kind of where you were in the before. Yes. And then to do this integration changes the brain, changes the hardwiring of the nervous system, changes all the signals that are being sent to your immune system, your digestive system, your hormonal system. And that's what allows those cellular changes, right? Your hematologic system and, you know, the bone marrow is creating those white blood cells. How that works is governed by the nervous system, endocrine system, immunologic system input. And so that's the vibrational frequency. That's the thoughts and the beliefs and the set point. And it's either a program of <laughs> stress signal, which inhibits health and self-healing, or it's a harmonic of power and harmony, which greatly, greatly accelerates self-healing. Yeah, um, I wanted to say too, for I, I was so discouraged and lost. Like I said, I, I have this page of my journal here. Like I, I have how I felt empty. I I felt lost. It was the loneliest place. And I and even I think some friends and family don't know how it's gonna get me emotional, how like dark that it that it was. So I have such compassion if if someone's there and you know, just want to say that, like, if you're there to just kind of know that the, I don't even want to say that there's, there's hoax, but it's that, that I was there too. And, and to just kind of open up to, to some of this, uh, and not try so hard to get it. Cause that was my thing. It was like, I have to try to get it, or I have to get it. I'm not getting it. And it was like, what if it's not about getting it? <laughs> yeah, old no. consciousness versus yeah. new consciousness. The yes. old consciousness is about getting it, hypervigilance, intensity, like that's the fight or flight system. And when your brain is in that pattern, you can't, get, not only that you can't heal, but you can't even understand this. And that's why each call we do in the in the program, it, it, it and the front end of it is an integration. 
And in that integration, we bring you into a receptive state. Even if you're only 2% more receptive, that's enough because that openness lets new information come into the nervous system. And that's what lets the rewrite happen. So unlike other stuff where you're like, let me go do this. Oh, let me go do that. Let me take my supplements. Let me get an infrared sauna. You're not actually changing your state. So that's really the sort of the major key component is that you literally change the frequency in your system, the consciousness, the neurologic signals and brain patterning, which we've seen, you know, you can measure that eight to 10 feet away from the body. Um, and that is what shifts all the chemical signals, neurologic signals that are happening in your body. Um, Joe said, how do you stay on track when sharing your story emotionally? And I wanted to speak to this because a lot of the work we do through that year in the Embracing Health program is to allow the, I guess, the shadow work, like the resolution of the trauma. So yeah, there's the shifting out of fight or flight, but then there's the getting to the root of what's keeping you in the fight or flight and resolving things at that level. Um, do you want to speak to some of that? Because I know you certainly had a lot of willingness since you had such an intense experience to go really deep into what is residing in the system that's all that deep fear or trauma or pain or, um, you know, there's all kinds of things. And maybe just speak a little bit to how that has made a difference. Sure. Um, for me, it was the, the breath work itself that was the beautiful compliment to your program because by really getting in the body and doing, you know, extensive breath work, especially from the program that I took alongside with, with yours, it just, it helps so much because rather than like you, you feel the feelings, but there's a way to kind of, how do I explain it? Like you get to such a beautiful space where you're not as attached. You can kind of watch the feelings and watch your story from a place of of love from a place of a new awareness. Um, and then there's also an allowing to of whatever it is, you know, for me that I might've been feeling. And so, and a lot, and for me also it was journaling because um, I would do some breath work and then go to my journal. And just as I would reconnect with either old parts of myself or traumatic things from my past, it was a way for me to also reconnect with that part of me that I might've compressed and stored away and open a bridge to um, like feeling whatever I needed to feel, which is huge. Um, rather than being scared of it or keeping it locked away, once aware of it, it's like, oh, wow, let, let me soften. And like you said, 2%, breathe a little bit into this, even just a little bit into it is the higher frequency that moves everything, right? So that was what like really I just believed and 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 felt. And even if I didn't feel better right away, staying with it, like within a short time, I would feel the energy shift. Within a short time, I would, you know, sense how I could move through things in a new way. So it was really committed to just keep showing up and asking the right, I want to say the right questions in like, like what's, what's here for me now? Or um, I had so much wrongness in my system and everything was wrong. 
that your question of like what's what's right about this that that I'm not seeing and and I don't know if I'm answering your question but like that that's what helped me so much yeah it's it's important to to remember that component because a lot of times in this kind of work sometimes people think it's about uh, be positive be positive positive thoughts then you have a healthy body and that's really not the full picture um when we resist the darkness that resistance is what keeps us sick it's not the darkness that keeps us sick it's not the lower frequency emotions that create disease it's resistance to them but when we release that resistance we may move through anger we may move through shame we may move through fear and breathing through it and uh, allowing it to move out is really what allows the body to be free and no longer in that blueprint. So um, there's a lot in the course for moving that energy, whether it's tapping or breath or the audios each month, there's um, a guided audio meditation to entrain the brain and to help these states shift. So you don't have to keep carrying that, um, that energy. Um, what is a short time? Days, weeks? Catherine is asking. What's she asking about how much time it takes? Well, people will see shifts very, very quickly. Like I've had people literally register and tell me, oh my gosh, I felt the biggest shift. It brought tears. You know, it, it brought up so much. I can feel the clearing happening. Um, sometimes people may hold on to those patterns for months into it and, and then finally have some release. There will also be, this is a lifelong journey, which is why we created the program as a, a lifelong, you'll have access to all of the content and the upgrades in the live program. Um, you'll use this for the rest of your life to move through life in a more fluid way, ever expanding. Do you wanna speak to some of that for yourself and like what things happen in the short term, what things happen over a, a longer period of time? Yeah. I mean, obviously it depends on what you're actually going through. My, I had such an extreme example with all of the toxins and the side effects and the trauma that like, yeah, it, it took me longer, but um, I have to say that like, I'm, I'm glad that it took that long because I've been able to really take the time to you know, be patient with myself. And like, I'm not the same person at all that I even remotely was before. And even in the last like month or two, I'm going to say even the last few weeks, the shifts are like way beyond uh, either. I'm just more aware of them now, but like, I also really like, I feel them. There's a dropping in of like, oh yeah, this is flow. Uh, and there's so many components to the course too. I think too, it's I had a lot of control in my system, a lot of attachment in my system, a lot of that wrongness. Uh, and I didn't realize that I had a lot of trauma. And when you were saying too about the, the be positive, oh my gosh, like that, I went through a period of such anger and rage because the things that people say that they think are, you know, the positive things where it's just not even, not even real and having to just, you know, um, like we always say, that's just putting ice cream on poop, right? So when the, the, the positive statement. And so it, it was way more of a, a deeper uh, process for me. Yeah, sometimes that positivity can be like a temporary fix, but then we got to keep going back. Keep going, and then you're going to find you have to work harder and harder for it. 
And that's why so many people are tighter and tighter and tighter. It's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm staying busy. It's all good. When they are dealing with something very intense, that prevents the body from accessing the healing power. And it also sucks away your life force and it will get worse. It will require more energy, not less, to stay positive when you're actually in repression. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's essential to do the organic work of clearing what's there so the body can be in its natural state, which is health and vitality. That's not the same as working hard to stay healthy, fighting for your health, fighting disease, staying positive. Like it's your nature. So it flows naturally. So for every work you put in to what we're doing here, it has a lifetime payoff because you've shifted something at the blueprint level, at the DNA level of, of who you are. It took me a, a while to, I want to say get that, but it, like it did, it, it did take a little time with, for me to understand that shift, but also realize that the vibration, the frequency, the moment now is really everything. Um, because the more I was trying to, and I think it's just kind of natural as being human, the more you try to under, you think you have to understand something first and that's actually, you don't, <laughs> you know, but that too is like, I think a part of trying to control it. And it was like, nope, the higher frequency is the willingness. So am I willing to look at this through a new lens? Am I willing to open and maybe not have the meaning or understand, but stay in the willingness? And that's the byproduct of that. I'm going to get the understanding, but um, yeah, having to just keep being willing and open, being willing and breathing. <laughs> Would you speak also to how you've seen this impact um, your work, your business, your money, your relationships? Um, for people who come to this work, we often will think, okay, here I've got this health problem. If I could just fix this, I'm gonna everything's gonna be okay. And they don't realize that that's actually coming up for them to allow a very deep, deep integration, a deep rearrangement so that everything in their life can be impacted in a positive way. And so very, very often what people will say, oh my gosh, I didn't just get, I no longer have pain or I didn't just get my energy back. My whole life is, is rearranged in such a profound, positive way. Do you have anything to speak to with that? Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting because in the beginning or multiple times I've heard you say it's comes down to one thing or how the, everything is related, health, relationships, wealth, et cetera. And like, I got that, but like there was still, you know, layers of, of not. And by showing up, doing the work, everything we're talking about. And then Alchemy of Breath is the, the, the breathwork facilitator program that I went through. Um, and now I'm mentoring in and and so the opportunities that have come through there where I've done nothing, but like I show up and I breathe with people and I help facilitate and I'm mentoring and it's like things like I don't not even looking for anything. And it's just like, do you want this client? Do you want to come teach this? Uh, it's just like, wow, could it really be this easy? You know, um, and then even the, the little part time job that I have um, just just last week or two weeks ago, one of the women was like, you're just always, you just glow and your energy. She's like, can I just, can I have a hug? Like things like that, where it's just like, you know, in, in the different capacities of how 
I'm reaching people even when I'm not trying to by just showing up. And then I teach um, meditation and Kundalini yoga. And I just taught the other day and to have people just like, like in tears, like, wow, like to hear your story and like to what you've come through. Um, I think I don't even necessarily like realize that yet, but to just see how there's so much showing up without me trying. I think I tried so hard before and now it's like, okay, working just on me being me. Yeah. That, that's enough. Like, wow. I never knew that it could be that easy. <laughs> this is um, really a major key is that when, when we do this embodiment and we do this integration, it empowers everything we're doing. So whether someone's like, practicing as a practitioner, like a naturopath or breathwork practitioner or yogi or um, this embodiment and your cellular shift really activates your work. So it can have that impact because everything is a transmission of consciousness. So it's not about the pill. It's about your embodiment that has someone feel you that lets that consciousness of peace, health, well-being be transmitted, be transferred so their system can receive it too. So it really will activate whatever other work you're doing uh, or whatever other work you're practicing that you're doing with others. Um, and then the intentions, like because we are more conscious, our intentions can take flight. We can have the intention for loving connection with others. We can have the intention for growth in our business and that can actually have power uh, versus where we may be before this journey disconnected, we have no power. And so all the work in the world and trying really hard just depletes us. Oh, yeah. And I, I was so depleted, Dr. Kim, and I didn't even realize it. You know, um, when you go through something like what I've been through, you try to like, how did this happen? And hearing doctors say too, like, you're the picture person, be a perfect of health. Like how did, how, like even when you, doctors say that to you, how did this happen? Like you start to scramble and like, now it's so clear to me that like so much of my life was just like pushing through, rushing, um, never really, you know, and again, like it, it, I never thought, and I, I'm going to say this lightly because if someone said this to me right when I was diagnosed, I probably would have cursed them out. But I honestly could say cancer is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I say that with compassion because if you just got diagnosed, that's the last thing you want to hear. And again, like I graced myself with the humanness of it, but that slowing down was essential. That laying there and only being able to breathe, it felt like a punishment. Yes, but was the biggest gift of my life. Um, and learning how to surrender in that way, but honoring all the stuff that came up, letting myself be angry, letting myself feel punished and still dropping into something deeper and getting more clear with my relationship with God and my heart and my body. Like that, like, you, you know, nothing else really matters. Like now I'm coming from a space where I'm more whole, obviously. And the things that I wanted before probably I almost feel like will naturally happen, but like, I don't like, I'm unattached. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 
Beautiful. Uh, we're getting other questions too. How often do, do I do my breath work daily? I'm, maybe I'm not doing enough or maybe I'm expecting too much. And I just want to speak to that, Ingrid. Um, this work will bring up what we're ready to see so that we become different. Not it's getting rid of the bad stuff so we'll just finally be free and then we don't have to deal with it anymore. So sometimes when it seems like something isn't moving, um, you really want to embrace it. You want to welcome what's there rather than work harder to make it go away or do more to make it change um, because life wants to be embraced. It's it's teaching you to be uh, more in surrender and more in allowing so you are more in flow. It's not there to hurt you and there's nothing wrong that has to be fixed, but see if you can receive what's arising uh, rather than you know, work harder on yourself and, and fixing. Um, Heidi, I feel so inspired hearing this. This is awesome. I'm excited to see how embracing health opens me up for deep transformation. And then there's a lot of people who have shared, I don't know if you can see the comments, but really love what you're sharing and, you know, have shared what a beautiful heart. Thank you so much. Um, I love when you said healing is cyclical energy comes up to be released. Yes. Um, what is it? This is a lovely conversation. Thank you. So powerful. Thank you guys for your comments. Um, would you share, uh, Tina, where like where people can find you so they can follow what you're doing as well? Okay. A little embarrassing because my website's so outdated. Um, but if you go to staroflifehealing.com, it's at least a way you can see the old Tina. <laughs> but well, I'm going to social media or instant oh, Instagram. Media, yeah. Um, on Instagram, Tina Marie 444. And I believe on Facebook, it's angel Tina Marie, or it might be Tina Marie 444. Um, but yeah, I would, anyone that has any questions too, or interested in more of the, the you know, there's different types of breath work. So, um, but it, it's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, you tap into your magic by, so I'd love to share anything that that I could. Thank you so much. Um, so thank you guys for being here and the questions. And I know we had a really diverse audience today. So I, I just want to appreciate people here from US, Washington, Southern California, um, North Carolina. We had Whidley Island, uh, Olympia, and uh, lots of different places. We had um, Germany, uh, we have Spain, uh, we have UK. Uh, Scottsdale, uh, thank you guys for sharing where you're tuning in from. We'll be here each week from, uh, from at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. This is our first of the Mind Body Miracle series, so stay tuned for more really, really powerful, juicy nuggets. Um, we'll be here at 11 a.m. Mountain each Wednesday on my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo, or if you're in Facebook, the mind body community and the link to register. If you're ready to start this journey, it is very, very powerful. You'll feel it right away. Uh, and you can get started with the components in the program. Now the live will start in one month. We'll begin in June. The link is at drkimd.com forward slash health. Thank you guys so, so much. And thank you, Tina Marie. You're so beautiful. I'm so thank grateful you. to know. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.